Zine Talk, powered by zinebymacar.com. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to Zine Talk, hosted by yours truly, Makara Reed. Zine Talk is a conversational series powered by zinebymacara.com. On this episode, we have the founder of Midget Giraffe joining us, and her name is Linda Omane. On this very special episode, we discuss the meaning behind Midget Giraffe. If you're so curious to where this name came from, how she got it, she definitely goes in depth with where she got it and what the meaning is behind it. It's such an attention-grabbing name. I know it is for me. Also, you learn a success story that even she couldn't believe. And if you are an up-and-coming fashion brand or you want to open up a store, she provides her top five tips on how to be successful in your brands. Are y'all ready to listen in? Stay tuned for Zine Talk. Hey, girl. Hey. Thank you so much for taking the time to join Zine Talk. I definitely wanted to have you on because I've been following you for I'm going to say a couple of years. I saw you work mm-hmm. at um, African Fashion Week LA when yep. Claire hosted. And then yep. I also saw it on a influencer, um, Caribbean Cowgirl, I think. Yes. That's, yeah, I yes. saw it and I was like, oh, let me check this out. And I saw you within New Jersey and I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely got to follow because I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, so thank I've you. been following you guys. I've been following you, and then I see that you just you started in 2014, and yep. you're you're from Nigeria, which I was there last year. Beautiful nice. place, nice. I love it. So, what made you get into um, starting Midget Giraffe? Well, um, my grandmother um, was owned a boutique in Nigeria growing up. Um, mm-hmm. And I just grew up watching her sew, and um, I used to just get excited when clients would come to her shop and try on her uh, the pieces that she's made and how they would feel and how they would express that they're excited and they feel beautiful. Um, and just growing up, I've always loved fashion. Um, I've always uh, felt like the way I dress was different from my peers. Um, mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to um, just see something different in a market that I was used to. Um, I was used to just, you know, um, you know, African prints being cut in a traditional way that our parents grew up with. And I've always wanted mm-hmm. to see just something different um, brought in, like a different style and aesthetic brought into um, uh, the African print fashion world. So um, that's pretty much how I got started. I started experimenting with, like, making pieces just for myself and people would love it. And then eventually um, it blossomed into a, a, full, um, a clothing brand. Yeah, you are definitely your best model and market muse when it comes to starting your own business, especially when it comes to like accessories or clothing. Thank you. Um, yeah. What really, really triggered me was the name of your brand, Midget Giraffe. What? Yeah. How did that <laughs> come about? Yeah, I know everybody asked that question. Um, so um, the name Midget Giraffe, when you think of, think of uh, midgets, um, they're typically shorter. Um, and then mm-hmm. when you think of a giraffe, there is a you know so tall, uh, beautiful animal. Um, and then when you put two um, perspectives, it's like um, putting two perspectives together, uh, two different perspectives, the opposite perspectives together to create something unique that no one's ever seen before. 
So when we think of Major Giraffe, we're thinking of um, a, de- a, desi- um, a designer brand uh, cut in mm-hmm. Western styles, but with, Af- with uh, Eastern prints. So it's bringing two words together to create something unique. Okay. I, okay. So now it definitely makes sense. Yeah, and it's kind of like a, if you think about Major Giraffe, it's kind of like an oxymoron, like two things that yes. are together, but you bring them together um, just for the uniqueness of it. Yeah, because when I heard, it, I was like, Major Giraffe, what? What yeah. is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I wanted. We wanted it to be catchy, you know. You wanted something a name that would just draw your attention and your curiosity uh, to want to know more about what it what's about or what it stands for or how it came about. So it's working, I guess. <laughs> Yes, um, it definitely grabs the attention because when I wore your stuff and someone was like, where did you get the, the pants from? And I'm like, made a giraffe. And they're like, no, I'm asking you where what the name of the brand of the pants. And I'm like, that's the, that's the name, made a giraffe. And they're like, yeah. oh, my God, that's so yeah. weird. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, don't ask. That's the name of the brand. I'm not. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not. But I like it. it. The story definitely makes sense, and yep. it definitely goes with the whole overall brand look. Um, yep. Another thing that I really, really liked about your brand, I feel like a lot of the online stores that are on Instagram, they don't do this. Well, a lot of them don't, that you do a lot of pop-up shops. I see yes. that you were, like, in Atlanta. You were in Houston. I'm quite sure mm-hmm. you did the African um, Fashion Week in L.A., what yep. made you go to like those different places? Um, I've noticed um, our client. I, I kind of have my pop up shops where a lot of my clients are, um, because mm-hmm. I want to meet them in person. It's one thing to sell um, online and talk via right. DM or emails, but it's another thing when you're able to interact with your clients in person. And um, you know, it's just a whole different um, perspective, and you get to have conversations with them, and kind of they can they can, they get to pick your brain they get to you know sh- mm-hmm. um, you know exchange stories about how you started and maybe hopefully inspire someone else one of my clients to even start their own dreams you know um, and I follow um, the demographic of where most of my clients are like a lot of my clients are in New York Atlanta LA um, they're kind of spread all over but I, I go predominantly where they are um, mm-hmm. And uh, what I'm trying to start now is kind of like go to places where I don't have a lot of clients, but kind of like just so I can expose uh, myself and the brand a little bit more. Okay. And I know you had your last one in March in West Orange. Um, yes. Do Do you feel like it's beneficial to do pop-up shops or Instagram? Which one do you think is a better marketing tool? Um, I definitely think Instagram is a better marketing tool um, because mm-hmm. you have a wider exposure. You know, you can reach from United States to China. You know, your your client right. your clientele uh, exposure is not limited. But a pop up shop is a little more um, a little more precise. Uh, and concise um, as far as location. And, you know, only people within that demographic will be able to attend unless, like, one of your really amazing fans want to fly out from another state. But um, it's definitely, if you want a wider reach, I would I would recommend um, using your social media tools and, um, you know, your uh, newsletters. But, you know, if you want to demo- just, um, for the meantime, just reach out to a, a particular uh, audience in a particular mm-hmm. location, then a pop-up shop would be great. And also, you know, it works well with um, being able to interact with your clients as well, like I mentioned earlier. 
Right. And I was wondering, was the infamous Eva Marcellus, did she find you through Instagram? Because she definitely Yes. Was. Yes, Jerez. The Jerez. Yes, I love her. Yes. Yeah. You know what's crazy is um, when I was in college, right, mm-hmm. I remember my freshman year, I was sitting in my dorm room, and I was watching Eva on America's Top Model. The best, the best one. Yes. I was watching her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. I was like, she's so, like, you know, I was just, like, amazed by her, you know, and just her her confidence and her poise, and mm-hmm. never in a million years. You know, at this time, I was, like, what, 18, 19 years old? I didn't even, starting a, a clothing brand wasn't even in my, like, goals. I had no idea right. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be doing anything like that. So never in a million years would I think I would start a clothing brand. And the girl I was watching on TV and loving is going to be dawned in my clothes. It was just like when she reached out to me, it was actually I was at um, Essence Fest. Uh, they had Essence Fest last year. And, I, you know, I was getting DMs, and all of a sudden I got a DM notification, and it was Eva Marcel. You know, I almost like, <laughs> I almost <Pain>. like <laughs> dropped everything. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Like, I flipped. I was going crazy. I was like, you know, I can't, I can't remember how many hard eyes I sent her, but I was, like, ecstatic. So, yeah, she found me on social media. I, I didn't quite ask her how she connected to me, but mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I was just right. I was just extremely excited. The power of IG. Yes. It, yes, it's. It's such a gift, you know, and it's meant to be used as a tool. And it's it's just amazing what's come from it, you know. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yes, Midget Giraffe is about to take off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she was in New York walking around, I think. I think she was, like, in the elevator with another piece on. I don't remember, but I know she was – I'm not sure what was going on in New York. Maybe something at NJ Pack. I'm not sure, but I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, was like, thinking, yes. When she when she wore, I was even even if you know what, even if she didn't wear it, the fact that she recognized my brand and she was interested, mm-hmm. that meant the world to me. You know, it's little stuff like that that motivates you. You know, um, sometimes you 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 forget that people are watching. You know, yes. but when you get um, you know little nuggets like that, when you when you people reach out to you and tell you that you're inspiring them and you're motivating them or someone like Eva Marcel wanted to wear my pieces. It just makes me feel good about what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, each thing that you're doing is definitely, like, monumental to how, like, a female shops. Like, when they see it on a celebrity or whether it's a pop-up, they actually can right. see it, they can feel it, they can touch it, right. they get a little hype, and then, you know, you got, you're also touching with the influencers. So I feel like right. I'm using, like, every method very, very wisely. And you right. also was a part of African Fashion Week LA, which was which is like a very becoming fashion week. I, I loved it when I went in um two thousand and eighteen. I went two thousand eighteen. Yeah. How was that experience for you? That exposure? Um, that was I believe that was my first fashion sh- no, the one I went to my first uh fashion show was Fashion Week LA. Um mm-hmm. It was, um, I, you know, like I said, I never in a million years, I've always loved fashion, I've always been different, but I never in a million years thought I'd be showcasing my pieces on a runway. You know, it was exciting. I loved um, meeting uh, just the, you know, the organizers and the hosts 
and, you know, working with the models and kind of like picking each other's brain. It was just like a great network, networking event. And, um, you know, just even with other designers, just sharing out our stories and, um, you know, just connecting. And some of them I've kept in touch with, you know. Um, it's just been an awesome experience, you know. Um, and I'm very particular uh, what events I'm, I'm a part of. And that was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was my one of my favorites. Yeah, they kept using that one. It was like the long dresses. They kept using it as like a header. And I was like, whose stuff is this? And then someone finally told me that it was Midget Giraffe. So I, was oh. like, I need to check into it. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, this is, this is super dope. Thank you. So, and I finally got to use your stuff um, when I finally came to New York. Well, I wasn't mm-hmm. fully moved here, but I used the Venom pants for the magazine. Vulcan. Vulcan, Vulcan magazine. Yeah, I remember vividly. Lord, I had, yeah. had so many changes for that photo shoot, but we made it work. So yeah. we use I used the pants Venom, which which turned out super amazing. The model was actually from Nigeria. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I, I had no idea. Yeah, she's from Lagos. She was only wow. in New York for like four months. She told me wow. when I come when I come to Nigeria, she would want me to um, style her some more. So yeah, she wow. was actually from Nigeria. Her name is Cynthia. So okay. I was like, this is super dope. But yeah, I loved your pants. I wanted to use the other outfit, but it just did not go with the storyline. No, so it's many okay. changes, it's, but it's okay. I love the pants. My, you styled it. You styled it really well as well. You know, with the with the bag. Uh, I remember vividly what the um, the styling aesthetic. That wasn't was even a bag. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it was um, it was like some type of netting with the garden, and we put apples, oh. and I just tied the um, I just tied the rope around it and made it look into. I don't know. I just was going crazy that photo shoot, well, but it's not a bag. It worked. Whatever, whatever yeah. you did, it worked. It looked it looked great. I love the pants, and she definitely loved the pants as well. She said it was very light. She thought it would be heavy because of the layers, mm-hmm. and she wasn't sure of, like, how the material are because, you know, some brands that mm-hmm. say they're African but don't have, like, the appropriate material. But right. she really loved, like, the pants, and it fit very, like, great on her. She did not want to take it off. So oh, wow. Like, I want to buy these pants. By the time I got to it, it came to my mind. It was already sold out, unfortunately. Yeah. But I did buy my own. Yeah, I'm going to be, um, I'm actually going to be restocking them soon. Maybe not in the same exact print, but they'll be online um, in the next uh, week or so. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I loved. Yeah, I love those pants, and then the pants that I bought, I wore for my birthday. They were super lightweight. I loved how they fit. It was great. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get it again. Some more pants. I loved it. No, I got you. Whenever, whenever you're ready. I loved that the way you styled it with the. It was like a mixed print uh, styling. It was pretty dope. Yes. Yeah. So, do you feel like you would expand? Well, I see that you expand to men. I saw when I was shopping for my for myself. I saw that you Mm -hmm. have men and a couple of baby pieces. Will you like expand to like the curve? I don't like I don't like saying plus size. I like saying the curve girl. Um, Do do you feel like you're going to be like expanding those um, different sectors in the near future? Mm You know what? I don't like. I feel like men don't uh, shop as much as we do. Um, no, I feel don't. like when men shop, <laughs> they know exactly what they want, 
um, and they were just going to go for that particular thing. You know, when mm-hmm. women shop, we'll just, you know, we, be, we can go on like social media and like see something cute and we, we just want it immediately, you know? Um, so I've, I've noticed like when I make men's stuff, it doesn't move as fast. Quick. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, another thing is I feel like men are not as daring as far as looks, um, prints are concerned. Are, are concerned. Um, I feel like yeah. women are more daring and more they're more they're able to take take fashion risk a little bit more. Um, with men, I have to be very particular. I have to make sure the prints are not aren't as loud. Um, right. Or and playing with like the loud, new colors. Right, and if they are loud, the style has to be very simple. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a whole nother ball ball game. I'm not a you know it's not something I don't want to do, but something that I kind of want to gradually get into. Um, right now, I'm just like, you know, making just regular male slacks, but I'm not, um, I haven't started experimenting with stuff yet because I'm still kind of trying to figure things out as far as like the kind of style aesthetic I want to bring in the men's um, department. And then as far as like uh, the babies, that's definitely something I'm going to start doing soon. Um, but right now, my focus is on um, MG Curve, like you mentioned. Okay. Yeah, well, men, I think they experiment a lot more with, like, accessories, like a bow tie yeah. or a tie or, like, a pocket square. Right. Um, everything else, yeah, they like to keep it simple. Right. Um. So we're going to end this interview very briefly. So okay. why Midget Giraffe compared to the other brands? Um, okay, so when I, when I, Major Giraffe started, like, my end goal for Major Giraffe is I want it to be, like, the household name for mm-hmm. people, when you think African print, trendy, um, statement pieces, pieces in African print. So, why Major Giraffe is because it is that, you know, that's my goal and that's what I've been doing from the beginning, um, you know, not to, you know, not to compare myself to other brands, but my pieces, um, they stand out, you know. It's one of those pieces you wear and you just, it's a conversation piece, you know. Um, you can wear it and wear something simple or basic or solid on top and it'll just speak, it speak for itself. Um, and the fact that we're very, I'm very particular about the prints I choose. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very particular about the fitting to make sure that it fits a certain way. Um, and that it, you can wear it flexibly with other things, you know, that it's not just um, limited to just one look, that you can kind of, like, mix and match with other looks as well. Um, and because the brand is dope, period, you know? Um, not, to guess, not to guess myself or the brand. Go ahead, girl. Just, do, go I ahead. Do it. Um, <laughs> I love what I do. I enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of passion that goes into doing it. Um, I care about my clients. You know, um, and I want to see them happy, you know, so, and I want them to feel good in what they have on. So, um, Midget Giraffe is the way to go as far as African print, yes. print designs are concerned. If you can talk to yourself five years from now, what would the old you, and what, okay, no, let me revert this. If you can go back and know where you stand now, what would you tell your past self? Um, hmm. that's a really hard question. Hmm. Well, you know, like, uh, I think I would tell my past self is, what I would tell my past self is fear less, 
you know, it's it's okay if it's it's okay if you're going on the road less traveled by. It's it's okay if people don't think you're gonna make it. Just keep pushing anyway. You know, mm-hmm. just focus yourself. Don't listen to anyone. Just do what you feel in your heart you want to do. And I would tell my past self to be patient. Um, that it's it's not easy, but it's worth it. Um, and I would also tell my past self to um, consider taking some, you know, travel more so you can get a lot, a lot more exposure um, as far as all the cultures that you can also blend in with what mm-hmm. you're currently doing. Because now, you know, I don't have so much time to travel as, as much as I would have years ago. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And I don't want to I can't really say too much about what I would tell my, tell my, my future self or my, you know, I can't really say much about what I would tell my past self because um, I don't really regret every, anything that I've been through. I feel like as far as the brand is concerned because I feel like it's, it's kind of like contributed to the growth and um, the strength. That I that it's become over the years. So um, and I don't I don't regret the journey or anything like that. But I would just tell myself to just uh, keep pushing, stay focused. Um, don't be distracted by the noise that's around you. Just uh, keep going and just be fearless, and just know that God has your back. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And my last final question: What would you tell anyone starting out in doing starting their business what are like your top five tips you would tell like someone that's 18 fresh out of high school and they want to start their own fashion brand okay top five um number one god first uh make sure you have a great relationship with god because there's going to be times where you want to give up uh, and there's going to be times where you feel like it's not worth it worth it but then God will find ways to remind you why you're doing it. So that's my number one advice. Um, number two, um, I would say whatever it is that you're passionate about, whatever it is that you want to do, make sure that you have some, there's something unique about the way you do it that sets you apart from the rest. Because mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's a congested industry, if it's a congested field, um, what you do uniquely is what's going to set you apart. Um, so that would be my number two advice. Um, and make sure you perfect it as much as you can. Um, mm-hmm. So number three, um, number three would be, um, hmm, let's see. This is a tough question. Um, surround yourself with people that motivate you. Oh, um, yes. Surround Amen. yourself with people, people that will um, help you network. Not that not yes people, not people that would agree with everything you said, people that would give you constructive feedback if you're not doing something right, um, people that would teach you how to get to the next level and be open to learning. You can never stop learning. You know, it's mm-hmm. always, you always have room for growth. Um, so that's number, is that number three or four? That was three, right? Three, you said surround, and then number four, I'm not sure if number four was um, never stop learning because that's like something totally different. Yeah, no, number three is um, surround yourself because when you surround yourself with people that motivate you, you, you continue to learn. So that's, um, okay. yeah, so that's three. And then number four is 
try to find balance. Um, you know, um, don't get too consumed with working, working, working. Stop, sometimes stop and smell the roses. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. stop and uh, realize, look back and see how far you've come. That doesn't mean be complacent and stop there, but just to motivate yourself that, look, I came this far. If I came this far, I can go even further, you know. And, you know, you can go even further and you can shoot for the sky, you know. Just keep, 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 um, just keep just acknowledging your, your, uh, your accomplishments, but, but at the same time, keep moving. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be number four. And then number five, um, hmm. Number five, enjoy yourself. Yes, you know, definitely. Enjoy yourself. If you're not, if you're doing something and you're not enjoying it, that means if, if you're doing something and it feels like a job rather than a passion, if it's mm-hmm. something, um, I feel like you know when you love something when it doesn't feel like you're working, you know? So if you're doing something and you're not enjoying it, then that's not your passion. So while you're doing whatever you love, make sure you're enjoying, enjoying the journey even the ups and ups, the downs of the of the the failures and everything that comes in your way, make sure that you're still growing from it. You know that it's still constructing um, your 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 passion and it's still giving you um, feedback to become better in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, yes, I definitely agree yeah. on all those things. Yep. Yes. Yep. So congratulations on everything that has happened to you. I'm not. And I look forward to more designs and possibly working with you in the near future. Thank you. Yes. Until next time, I will talk to you guys later. This is Zine Talk. Sure. Thank you so much, Mikara. So how was y'all feeling that episode with the founder, Linda, from Midget Giraffe? I definitely learned some great things about the brand. And I'm definitely looking forward to the things that she has in the future. Y'all let me know. Send me an email. Or you can log on to zinebymakara.com and let me know. And definitely check out the other dope independent emerging and young brands on the site because Makara Reed I am all about independent fashion brands I love 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 independent brands I'm all for it so let me know in the comments and definitely if you have someone in mind you can definitely drop down a suggestion because I'm always open arms for young independent emerging fashion and skincare brands i'm all for it so until next time i will talk to you guys later bye zine talk powered by zine by